0: Batman. Right, we ain't gonna start off with that, right?
1: Yeah, why not? Why not? Man, <laughs> the, the teen, tra- uh, teen Titans trailer did. They ain't waste no
0: time. Yeah, they they just <laughs> they just went full throttle. You know, what oh, saying. Oh man! And it, they... it, for those who don't know, we talking
1: about it's San Diego Comic Con. Uh, well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. It, it was a San Diego. It was one of the Comic Cons. It was. It was
0: San Diego, Diego Comic Con.
1: I forget. Well, anyway, it, at Comic-Con, uh, there was a Teen Titans trailer that just came out, and they got robbing, killing folks, and being like, fuck Batman. Like, the very beginning. That was hilarious.
0: First off, why why everybody killing somebody, right? So yeah, this thing, was,
1: so this Teen Titans trailer, you know, I, everybody keep making fun of how gritty DC stuff is, and they come in, the Titans killing people. We were like, Man.
0: Bro. But you know what? It's, what I kinda appreciate about it, in all honesty, it kinda makes sense. Because like it makes sense if you have like a new generation of like heroes and how they'll just be like no holes barred. But the problem with it is that in the DC universe, everybody is like different pretty much. So, so so it's kinda like if you got Batman killing people and then you see Robin killing people, it's like it's not a far stretch. You see what I'm saying?
1: Well, okay, but okay, so I don't know this. I'm pretty certain that um, the universes are separated, as in the movie verse is not the TV verse, oh, similar okay. to Marvel. But, but, I I, wonder- but I had the same sense, too, because it's like you could, you know, Robin did kill in Batman versus Superman. So if you were to make the assumption they were tied together, that makes sense. But from what My current understanding is that's not
0: the case. Oh, I wonder is it tied to the Arrowverse then? Like Flash, Arrow, Black Lightning, Supergirl. I think they might try to see how it does, and then they might try to tie it in, because if they do that, that'd be dope. Because even in Arrow, there are certain mentions of Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. So...
1: And Ollie's in jail now, which is weird, but whatever. Who is? Ollie.
0: Green Arrow. Oh, okay. And, um, Oliver Queen? Yeah. Um, I haven't oh, yeah, watched, I, I didn't call him like, Yeah, I, I haven't watched Arrow in, like, forever. Like, I think oh, after the well, second or third season, it was like, uh, I'm not really feeling it.
1: Before we keep going on this wonderful comic book TV adventure, uh, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Uh, for those who are here for the first time, I am one of your hosts, Aaron, and also joining us is your co-host, Keith. What's going on, sir?
0: What's happening? Yeah, we started off with "Fuck Batman," you know. We kind of didn't get a chance to introduce ourselves, but um, <laughs> as Jay Z says, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." Yeah. So. But,
1: yeah, yeah, this is fun for us, obviously. It's, yeah. Cineo Comic-Con got a lot of goofiness. Uh, that was another one that came out, Shazam, which is not dark.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually pretty fun to me. I ain't gonna lie. It my cousin, um, me, and my kinfolk were talking about it. He was like, "Ah man, he's like DC is just they need to stop making movies." <laughs> and it, but you know, I had watched it, and I was like watching it in a different mindset. I'm like, "This is actually kind of cool, though." Like,
1: but, but his story's always been kind of cool. I just think the execution of it is so cheesy that it might not be it, it, executed as well as it could be. But will I go see it in theaters?
0: Probably. I think is I think is met is perfect for a comedy for DC, because of the fact that, because when I think of Shazam, honestly, I kind of think of him as being more of a caricature or a stereotype to a superhero, but never a superhero that you take completely serious because he's ultimately a child, and it's and it's kind of like it makes me think about what would my twelve year old self do if I was given superpowers.
1: My only concern about it is that. Um... It thinks, it almost feels like it thinks it's, it's Teenage Deadpool. And what I mean by that is Deadpool, I haven't seen the second one, but in the first one, he, he can kind of slick carry that movie without needing a strong villain. I don't, th- the thing about the way, so I'm not going to talk about it here because I don't want to give spoils to people who don't know because it it's really interesting if executed well, but there's no mention of who the villain is in this trailer. And his origin story. It's very, very important. And from what I remember, The Rock is playing Black Adam. Yeah. Um, So if they do it right, oh, my God, it'll be so good. But, like, you got to find a way to balance that. The story is a lot bigger than Billy, Billy being the guy who is uh, Black Adam. I mean, it's going to be dead as a Shazam. Yeah.
0: So the – the thing too that I was thinking I didn't I didn't think of comparing it to Deadpool but more and I don't think you still haven't seen this yet uh, I'm not sure but Spider-Man Homecoming still haven't I think that um they're trying to make that into DC's Spider-Man and I could see that I can see that working with you know I, th- I thought they
1: were doing that with Flash more probably though
0: Yeah but no nah, so I don't think it would work as well with Flash though and why and re- but and the reason why I'm saying that is because what makes Spider-Man Homecoming shine is that it feels more of a teenage, more like a teenage coming-to-age film more than it feels like a superhero movie.
1: Yeah, well, Whereas, okay, like so Flash what, I, what I mean by that is more like, generally speaking, the, so, you know, Wally. so there are all these different Flashes. I'm not going to go through all that right now, but there are teenage Flashes.
0: Yeah, they um, are, but we they focus on Barry Allen.
1: But this one, but the one in the Batman Superman universe is a teenager, right?
0: Nah, he he's in his twenties. He's like he's before like yeah, okay. He's yeah, like right. before he actually becomes like a forensics detective. I feel uh huh.
1: Okay, before okay.
0: he does forensics. Yeah. But 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 it's also like the setting being taking place in high school and dealing with teenage angst and stuff like that. That John Hughes feel. I think that's what they're trying to go with. I'm telling you, you, gotta watch Homecoming. You you you'll see what I'm talking about. If you watch Homecoming, go back and see that trailer. You'll see what I'm talking about. I'm
1: um, gonna watch that that Miles Morales Spider-Man cartoon. That just looks so dope. Wow, that Man,
0: looks dope. Um, oh my God. into the Spider Verse, dude. I am beyond pumped. And some of this stuff is like, I wish this was around when I was a kid because I I noticed that I still appreciate this stuff, but I'm also having like superhero movie fatigue. Because it's, it's everywhere Like you, If you want to watch some superhero shit You can just watch it anywhere now I
1: don't know how, what this changes by the way But you know The merger between Disney and Fox Is like a, you know Pretty much Comcast was trying to buy Fox And they, they finally bowed out Disney is now going to have the Fox rights So this might actually really change How some things happen between The X-Men, the Fantastic Four You know they had a Sinister Six movie up They might not do that because um, Sinister 6 without Spider-Man would have been really done, which is what they were about to do. Um, no, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It might not because actually Sony has those rights still. Shit,
0: it's Well, not. Sony doing Venom without Spider-Man, it seems.
1: Yeah, and they're already uh, in pre-production for a Sinister 6 film without Spider-Man.
0: That doesn't make any fucking sense. It
1: doesn't. Even the Venom movie without Spider-Man makes no sense.
0: Well, the Venom movie without Spider-Man still makes... Well, none of it, it doesn't no, make sense no because... It his villains are formed because of him, in a sense. Yeah, well, so
1: like you either had the one where Eddie Brock is the uh, is Venom, or you had the one where the dude who is uh, you talking about Carnage? Huh? No, 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 no. No, oh, like there's another person other than Eddie at some point that has a symbiote. Flash Thompson.
0: Flash is Flash has the I symbiote. Think
1: he did it at some point? So uh, what I, I'm just talking to like the origin story. So first, oh, the, okay. the symbiote hasn't come from space. And then, like, however, it gets to to a point where somebody becomes Venom, it's kind of interesting because it, in the comics, it's always through Peter first, then to
0: Venom. Yeah, it had to. It, yeah, it usually it's through Peter, and that's why Venom is the way that he is. Right. Like, because Venom, Venom, once he gets to Eddie Brock, has a kind of like he already a, hated, sp- He already hated Peter. Yeah, he already yeah. hated Peter, but he also has like Spider-Man type of. Abilities almost so like you know yeah saying?
1: so like why would Venom have spider powers?
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying. Or the symbiote have uh, Venom power. like it's it's kind of because what the
0: symbiote attracts to it kind of takes from that thing. Right.
1: Right. So now you got to find a way for the symbiote to like somehow want to have an arachnid like set of powers. And again, um, there ways to do it, but it's a lot less compelling when the symbiote isn't like really angry at Peter because the whole thing is whoever's wearing it is' gonna bring out more of them and if you tie with a person who not like Peter too then that's whatever but like you know the symbiote is its own like it's a it has its own mind you know it, it is a villain but it's a villain that speaks through its hope
0: yeah that's um so when it when it does get into carnage it's just pure rage right yeah, it's like, it, it doesn't have any bit of peter or Eddie I don't think in it it nah, does it's have just a
1: spawn.
0: It's just a spawn of the symbiote. It's just a spawn. Okay, but yeah, that anything
1: that way too. That's how they say it in the, in the uh, Spider-Man comic in the
0: '90s. Oh, where man, that that stuff was like so dope. And you know what? You know what? Now that you mentioned the merger between Disney and Fox, mm-hmm. I got an idea for for Marvel. And you know, what? I let them take it, but I think this would be dope. I think instead of making an X-Men movie. I think they should do exactly what Teen Titans doing with um I mean what DC doing with Teen Titans and do a grittier X-Men but with nah, um, nah. Well, No why? listen, listen. Because to me X-Men X-Men has really for the movies they have really taken away from like what makes what made X-Men stand out in the first place. Right? Why? What do you mean? It they made they making it they making it too too much appealing to be like this, a superhero film, and not focusing on so much of the of the um the the racial social stuff that goes on. They but do too. It it's to an it's man,
1: I don't and think it, they're look. So when Fox was doing it, that, that just wasn't gonna happen. We just saw what happened with Black Panther. So yeah, I mean, look, there's opportunity to do that kind of stuff.
0: And they um, should but, take on but I don't food. think
1: that means it has to be gritty. Like one peaceful example is one of these shows where like it's it hits all these themes that are like about, you know, uh, you know, uh, weapons of mass destruction. You got racism. You got slavery in the modern day. You got all this stuff going on. You got like warlords basically being able to have rebel armies against entire yeah, but, nations. But but, 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 like, piece, but it's set like in a fantasy, kid-like environment. It is an mean? anime.
0: It's, yeah, but but, but you, what I'm saying about X-Men, X-Men, then, X-Men never really started off campy, though. Now, if it started off campy and yeah, then you to try to be gritty, that's different. Because it the, the, Me- of it. the Me, Teen Titans, was never just super gritty. It has its gritty moments. But when I think of X-Men... Like even the cartoon, like if you go back Teen and watch
1: Titans that is grimy in the comics. Huh?
0: It's grimy in the comics. Like what, you don't know X-Men? What
1: Slade did? No, I'm talking about uh Teen Titans. Well yeah, what Teen mean,
0: Titans like, Teen Titans became that way eventually because of and especially with the story arc with um Deathstroke. But I'm talking about to me, X Men has always been witty. And yeah, and I but, think but I think what I what I think that they be focusing on, they focus on like they they focus too much on Wolverine. I just want an X-Men TV show. Yeah, but, but show. That's, that's
1: Hugh Jackman.
0: Like that, I'm telling they, you, if they, they do an X-Men TV tickets. show. I, I hear what
1: you're saying. They're just selling tickets. No, though, no, they, listen.
0: Listen to what I'm saying. If they do an X-Men TV show with the five original X-Men and build up on that, that'd be the most populous TV show that they ever made. Because you got to think, they made Legion, and Legion does very well. People love Legion.
1: And I it's crazy as
0: Legion. shit. <laughs> so, but man, but like, I'm telling so, you If they did an X-Men and put but the,
1: I'm pushing back on the thing You said we're making it grimy like I think that's the wrong word Because you, you put that in front of a bunch of these executives They don't know what to do with that half the time I mean Marvel has allowed Netflix To do it's gritty thing And not really gotten in the way And it can't really work like it does On network TV for a bunch of reasons But one of them just straight being You can't do the content the same like, no, nah, I mean
0: have, the, the X Men show I'm talking about should be on Netflix.
1: I mean I don't know. I, the problem with doing that too then is that you're not gonna have them in the movies then because they don't mix those properties. They don't mix their their mediums. I mean, like, so the TV shows ain't what the movies are like. If you're gonna do it, it's gonna be in a movie because X Men are gonna be box office.
0: Exactly. So what I would do is start off like so don't let don't let the x- men stuff happen like in a recent or present day time i was I'm thinking let that stuff happen in the eighties so by the time all this other by the time we get to the present, the five original x- men are not grown, and then you see gradually there's more mutants and stuff starting but becoming coming into the fold I so know. by the time we get to the movies, we got grown up x- men. But in the meantime, we have a show in the '80s that showed that mutants have always been around in secret.
1: Man, look, I don't, way, I'm not knocking the idea. I'm concerned about the execution. Like that, that's that's a
0: big ask. But but this way too, and doing that, you can explain why you never have a mention of mutants in any of the movies because they've been it's like been like a hidden thing this whole well, time.
1: But, so, I think the other part to keep in mind, so, you're speaking of it that way, it's fairly certain. I I, I don't even think, just, just from the business perspective, not even, like, on some, I've done a bunch of research on this. We know for a fact that Tony, well, excuse me, Tony, uh, shit. Oh, why is his name not coming to me? What's the name of the man playing Tony Stark?
0: Robert the, Downey Marvel- Jr.
1: Thank you, G. Right. him Chris Evans and like the other original Marvel heroes the contracts are not renewed past this next Avengers movie so what's likely to happen is some sort of universe reboot where like that universe continues on and it's it's sitting there in it's own pocket but then we're going like what we see is the movie versus a new one and you know whatever happens with that happens there's always this idea like you know, in the, like three, four years prior, if you look at the Marvel comics, they had a lot of different people uh, taking the moniker of a certain character, whether it was Thor, or Captain America, or whoever. Like, so for example, yeah, Thor was a woman for I was Jane, the, the woman who had cancer. Mm-hmm. So, um, who I think they, she used to actually date Thor, but she became Thor for a bit. Jane Foster. Uh, huh? Jane, yeah. And then we had uh, just a bunch of other versions of things like that, where a hero temporarily took over um,
0: like for the Bucky first, who Being was the Captain state. America, Falcon being Captain America.
1: Well, I mean, so now in the recent version, I can't remember who took over for Captain America, but anyway, so there were all these different things that happened, and they might have been so it, it, okay. A few things could happen. They could either go into the past and let another pocket universe happen, where we get to relive those earlier moments a different way. We re-see Iron Man's origin, blah, 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 right? Or you could have the new hero step up and other people take over their monikers. So, you know, maybe we don't have the same Spider-Man. Spider-Man dies and dies for real and doesn't come back. Or he retires, hangs it up. Somebody else becomes Spider-Man. Somebody else becomes Captain America. Somebody else becomes Iron Man, so on and so forth. Somebody else becomes the Hulk and all this other shit. Or, you could have people keep the contracts, keep the movies going, but like, you know, everybody gonna be burned out on it as actors and you know, all that at some point. What um, I would do, ready
0: to do other projects. What I would do, honestly, is what my first idea was, but to, to explain why, so whatever they do in Infinity War, I feel like what can, they can have something happen to where it cause an anomaly. And through so mutants already existed. and mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Not. So, but the thing was, was it was so few of them, there are a lot of things that dealt with mutants were like swept under the rug and stuff like that. Wait a minute, are you
1: about so, to say reverse house of them?
0: Pretty much. So what the anomaly does, it will make it to where like, a, like at least 50% of the world's population become mutants. So whereas it wasn't so happenstance at first, it starts to become... You know more, and then you got more and more people gaining powers and stuff like this. And this could actually happen at a time where Captain, the original Captain America or the original Iron Man, are no longer around. So this is it's like not a like new some age micro right?
1: academia theory. Pretty much. Yeah, that's hmm,
0: okay. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Netflix shows, yeah, let's let's jump into it. This is what we <laughs> we were planning because because to, to I whole, swear, if Marvel take this idea. I'm going to still feel, I'm going to be happy, but I'm going to feel some type way because I feel like they going to owe me. I feel like. <laughs> man,
1: look, they, why do you I, think I, they spend so much money trying look, to get Fox, bro? I'm telling you, that's what it was about in the first place. They don't bring the music.
0: Man, I wish they would because what, what I feel would, would happen in the ideal situation, they take my idea, I try to sue them, and they just pay me out. Mm hmm. And whatever but, they hey, pay me, you know, gonna be better hey, than what i You know, copyright
1: like uh, one you you put up on a podcast is timestamp by Apple. Yes, well,
0: can you can rig that. Man, I'ma pull that up so quick. I'll be like, oh, okay, Marvel bit. <laughs> he took the <laughs> whole oh, idea whoa. bit. Oh, you ain't gonna give me my money? you to gonna, gonna Dame Dash the ass? Man, <laughs> that, look, it's been said here. That's how. I, that's how I'm gonna make my millions right there. But anyway, but just, we, hey,
1: just for those that don't know, Lee Daniels are uh, getting run up on by Dame Dash. Definitely like contender at the end of the year for like funniest shit to happen.
0: What yeah. happened with them?
1: Uh, do you know the story? Or are you just asking for the people? Uh,
0: yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm asking for myself. Okay,
1: oh, you don't know about this? We did not talk about
0: this? Nah, nah.
1: <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
0: All right, make it quick because we got to get into Luke Nah, Nah,
1: nah, nah, no. So, like, my thing is, I actually would have brought this up and we could have talked about it earlier, but so, um, Dame Dash loaned or, you know, would invested in, in Lee Daniels when Precious was getting ready to come out. He did not had a budget for it. Uh, Dane Dash was like, Look, I'll, I'll spot you two million, not spot you, like I'm loaning you this money, give it back to me, right? Lo- loans $2 million to finish making Precious. Precious becomes a hit. He becomes a big deal because of it, so on and so forth. And Dame hadn't seen his money. And so at a Diana Ross concert, while Reach out and touch somebody's hand. It's playing. Dame Dash has somebody record him running up on Lee Daniels. And he's like, yo, where's my money? And he's like, Damon, Damon, I'll get it to you, Damon. <laughs> like, no, no. like, bro, that's so funny. I he's give like, it to you. That's
0: be talking. <laughs> two million, that's a lot of, my, million, a lot of lot. money. Yeah, what? that ain't a couple hundred dollars. Like, like, and and you made a precious, like... What, how many years ago was this forever trash ago. made? Like, and, it was made forever ago, and he made movies like The Butler. Well, he made plenty, got TV yeah, shows, plenty. everything. Yeah,
1: and, and that movie made him. Without that movie, he ain't who he is today. He ain't got the kind of cloud he does. So it was just funny because he runs up on him and he keep trying to like downplay it. I will say let's play a clip, but like you really can't hear them well without the subtitles. So okay, uh, we'll we'll just include the link. But man, it is
0: so miraculous. Show notes. But yeah, that's that man. You, I I ain't gonna lie. If anybody like Dame Dash or anybody loan me two million dollars, matter of fact, if you owe me a couple of thousand. And you just easily was able to give it to me. I'm paying your ass back instantly. I mean,
1: and then the think about how like he was interest. ducking him. Then he got sued
0: for five million dollars. That
1: didn't help, by Dame. And uh, so then an interview happened like a week later, and he was like, "Well, you know, uh Damon, uh, he seemed to really need the money right now.
0: You know, we help each other out. Like, oh, he seemed to man. need the money. You, uh, he, you, you owe him the money. Owe him the money. What are you talking about?" And then anyway. if somebody came to come break your fingers, you looking crazy. Yeah,
1: D- yeah. don't even go a little Lee Daniels. Like, forget the fool. Just don't.
0: Yeah. dude, do pay, pay people stuff. back, man. Yeah, don't you don't, know don't know be that person. It, it, it's not like he just he act like Damon Dash the student loan people. <laughs> like he just going not <laughs> ignore them for the rest of his life.
1: I, I like uh, they they run up on him. Well, I actually didn't get the letter.
0: Yeah, like he gonna say, um, can I get a deferment? Man, if your rich ass don't pay him back, it's two million. But anyway.
1: Like he, like he got it sitting around like that's so stupid.
0: Dude. But I mean, that would have been the first thing I did. If I made five million off that movie, I'm like, let me go ahead and pay Dane back. I don't know. I, look, I,
1: I ain't count nobody's pockets. I'm just saying, that a long time ago. And we know this man's had plenty of success. And Since directors then. get plenty of the dough. Yeah,
0: so, and you were director and you're a producer you waking up the money. That's
1: Like, he's a producer on Dame's money.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, what Dame. This is what Dame Ooh, fucked up at. He should have yeah, made exactly, himself yeah. a producer. Yeah. You, that
1: way.
0: You put your name on that money. That Actually,
1: let, let me double check that. Damon Dash, producer precious. So, but anyway, sorry.
0: before we get too deep into you can go ahead and look that up. Let's get into talking about Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. But, um, but We had to, you know. Like, so. So, wow, what did you think about season two? Because I know yeah. you felt some type of way about season one.
1: Yeah, well, I like season one of uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage is, uh, um, you know, up until the moment they kill, uh, oh, my God. It, it's a, it's you know, it's an engrossing show. And the reason I was so disappointed at killing him there wasn't just that uh, Cottonmouth was killed and was no longer in the show, but... It was the first time we had a situation where Luke could not solve a situation with his fist. Somebody had a secret, knew it, and they were gonna leverage it to keep him in place. Yeah. And uh, and as far as like Seagate and all that. And then he was gone and it kinda lost a narrative thread after that point. So that's how I felt about season one. I still liked it overall. Also it got way too campy at the
0: end. Yeah, with with Diamondback, it kinda you know and, jacked it up. But, um, so with this season, what, anything in particular of that level stood out to you? Uh, as far as which part? Just as far as like, how, how you, how we mm-hmm. kind of saying that the narrative kind of switched after Mouse's death. Mm-hmm. Did you see any situations like that happen in Luke Cage?
1: There were switches, but the switches weren't, um, for the most part, I feel like they were earned. Yeah. Uh, so we gonna talk full spoilers from this point on. I'm I'm trying to just get to the the stuff that happens at the end. Yeah. Um. So that was yeah. the most logical move for Luke. You know, I think taking
0: over the club. Oh, um, you you skipping all the way to the end.
1: Well, I just I just want to get to that point. Yeah, I mean, Everybody like let's talk
0: about. Well, said, well we're talking narrative threads, players. right?
1: And how how they get to the conclusion. I think what we got with Luke makes sense. The yeah. thing that really fucked him up, it seems like, is once Mariah made it clear to him, "You're my white knight, and I can do what I do because of you." I think that made him
0: think for a moment. You yeah. Know? It. It's it's it, in a in a way though. It kind of was one of those things where it. You know, the first thing came to my mind was that that quote from The Dark Knight. Which one?
1: Oh, we talking about with the Joker, and he said no. like you, you. Uh,
0: no, it was um Two Face had said it. He said you either, oh, you that either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain.
1: I think a better quote from that, even though I can't remember exactly, was when Joker was like, basically, I am what I am because you exist, or like, yeah. like I couldn't even exist without you. You complete me, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, in a sense, but it's it's almost is I guess it's like almost like there's kind of a symbiotic relationship between um I guess the heroes and the villains in this in this especially in this particular season.
1: Well Bushmaster really tries to he clearly respects Luke, but he tries to tell him, like, look, this ain't your approach is not helping. No. Nah. You know, like now I'm all about vengeance, and that ain't you know that's just a whole other problem. But you ain't much better than me. Like you're letting her continue this shit.
0: Yeah, and he's more of a like they kept calling him like a overseer or watchdog and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it it and it's almost like you you had to really completely change change your approach. And it's it's funny that the the time that he even thought about it and even consider it. Was after the fact that Shades Had kind of brought that to his attention well, about Consider the what? Consider the idea of Of kind of taking over In mm-hmm. a sense Instead, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of like Instead of like being the hero for Harlem Being the king of Harlem Well and, and, it's and it's almost, interesting because
1: what does he do If uh, Claire is still there Right? Like would he even Consider this as an option for himself? Because she would always say, "Absolutely not!" There's nah, no she, way.
0: Yeah, she 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 would, but she's also. I think. What's her I purpose
1: think, in the show to you? Like, what what do you think she's supposed to serve as? Because in every show, she, her purpose is a little bit different.
0: I always think overall, most of the time, she's always there to serve like as a voice of reason. Mm-hmm. But she's but more than was, that to Luke. Huh.
1: But she's more than that to Luke. Yeah,
0: she's more than that to Luke because she was his lover and stuff, and kind of a confidant. But there's also certain, like, I even though, like, like when she finally left because you know when he got mad and punched the wall and stuff. Man, what a conversation, oh, man! Man, that was deep. That that was that was probably what? one of the best acting scenes. And I say that scene and the scene between Mariah and her daughter when she told her daughter, "I I never I can't." Oh my god! Man, oh. I was crying. I was. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I was like crying, and then it made me think. Of, just, just a little side note. I gotta give a shout out to my mom because my mom is funny as hell. Sometimes, like she, she saw um, that movie Fences with, with Viola Davis and Denzel, and that scene when Viola Davis is crying and she has snot coming out her nose.
1: She, like
0: said, huh, she said, now why the hell they got this black woman on her with snot coming out of her damn <laughs> nose? She said, they just have us looking ugly as all hell. I'm like, but that's real, mom." She said, you don't never see no white people crying with snot coming out their nose. But you know when um, Tilda was crying, when Mariah yeah, was yeah. talking to her, she had the, the big snot coming down her nose uh, with her old fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta throw that out there. It's some, it's some beautiful women in this, in this season. Like, I'm like,
1: i I can't speak on it. I, my wife listens to this, but feel
0: I, I, wanna find that woman. She, that's my, um, uh, my wife number four. But anyway, uh, Gabrielle Dennis. Is man, her name. she, that's a, that's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, that was something I was gonna say about that before. So those two scenes were real powerful. But I think what Back to Claire and Luke scene when they had their fight, Man. I do feel like sometimes she 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 was overstepping.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: she she is a habitual over the line stepper.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was because so it's been. I she watched went to it go see game. his I father. Remember, like she tried to go help Luke in the first or second yeah. episode. She was in the club. And he was like, "What are you doing?"
0: Yeah, like. Stay your ass at home, like, and it's not. Let me not say that because that sounds kind of sexist. I'm saying that. He has super, <laughs> like Yeah, he. This man is bulletproof and he has super strength. And like, if he tell you, you know, he the the stuff with his father, because stuff with his father pretty much worked itself I think, out.
1: I, I didn't. I didn't. Man, the way I see women and men respond is is totally different. Like. Why would she go to his father, blah, 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 blah. It's be like if a man went to his lover's mom and said, y'all need to make up. I'm like, what?
0: Well, no, go, go. That's they business.
1: Yeah, that ain't and for you like, to, to go into. And,
0: and I understood why she did it because she said the last time she spoke to her father, it was an argument and then he died.
1: Well, that and also she wanted him to get his anger under control.
0: That's true. It was, That's getting. True. It
1: was you know, he he was losing himself. In the violence,
0: like uh, Luke was. Yeah, and she was still trying to help him when she was gone because she sent Mm -hmm. um, Iron Fist to come help him and Iron Fist trying to teach him how to be calm and control Chi and all this other shit. Well,
1: because, I mean, the thing is, even if they are lovers, is that. But shit, I mean, Harlem in the balance.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, he's stressed out. his His dad pops out of nowhere. He that still his, seems
1: like a weird... Pl- like, they need to explain that shit. I still want to know dad, why his dad was just there. And then
0: how he just get a church that quickly, like... <laughs> he just popped it, it up... Is,
1: it's not that big a deal, but that was, like, this unexplained thing. It like, is, okay.
0: and, then, and then even the vibe between them, the first, like, or second episode, when they meet each other again, for, it's like, it was kind of... It was very confrontational, and then after well, that... Why is dad, that
1: unexpected for you? I thought that makes
0: sense. No, it was it was like his dad was low key mean and shit when he first seen him. Like, <laughs> and it, yeah, du- hey, you gotta well, go back well, and look at. Well, okay, it. You, you
1: gotta go back and remember though. Um, we not, in the context of the season that totally makes sense because he blamed Luke for uh, for you know his his wife's death he for, did. that she became sick because of Luke's you know. Because he was incarcerated. Man. But no, this is why I'm saying like, so it.
0: so we gotta go back. So that that the episode when the dad is first introduced and they see each other on the street. No, I, I remember it, yeah. They acting like they about to get the jacket. And that there was like other moments where it was like that too. And I feel like after that, like every other scenes with his with his father. Like his father, he'll he'll go in on him, but that's only after he tried to be real nice and real kind towards him and stuff like that.
1: I think he was trying to get to own his his part in things, you know. Yeah, but like I think I think he kind of knew Claire was coming through, and he didn't know exactly who she was, but I think he had an inkling. Like you could see, he he it doesn't change immediately, but you all right. He he's the meanest the first time we see him, and but I think like, also you got to remember. He didn't see the things that Luke was dealing with until after that. At least we don't see him witnessing or seeing on the news and all the, and all the violence. You know,
0: He had to know because that's why he came out there. We don't know
1: that though. He doesn't say I came out there because son there's so much stuff you were dealing with. He doesn't say that. We don't know why he's well, he said
0: well, that. He, one said, point he said I, I want you to come back he, with me. He yeah, didn't he say did anything come about back like, I know how dangerous it is. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you know after that Once you know, like especially towards like some of the the last episodes, their relationship pretty much grew and stuff, and it was it was really like real sweet, um father son reconciliation and stuff. So it was pretty cool. And there's a lot of stuff with like parents and that that um parent parents and the legacy of parents family, yeah. Man,
1: um, Let, let's let's uh, try to zip through stuff a little bit quicker because we ain't got we don't want to make this an hour long. I, I really want to like, talk about
0: Bushmaster.
1: That's what yeah, I, I was about to try to get to next because we got to get to Shades, we got to talk about Mariah, but let's uh, let's stick, go with Bushmaster first. What a what a fucking actor, man.
0: Yeah, um, I it was it, you know what, and it, the the only thing I had, he kind of reminded me too much of Killmonger. Um, and being like the... I thought he
1: was much better. Okay, so, I might be saying some blasphemy right now. I thought Mustafa Shakur, I think it's Shakir, Shakir.
0: Yeah, Mustafa Um, Shakir.
1: I think he did a better job in his role as a villain than Michael B. Jordan did in Black Panther. Even if we had just gotten smaller bits from him, even without all the extra backstory, he was so... Man, he, he just... Just man, mesmerize you every time he was on screen. Like he was so good.
0: Yeah, he he com- he has a command and presence on screen. Yes. Um, man. Now now so cool. I, I don't know how other people feel about it, but that I think I agree with you on that. And it was just that was a certain passion of like how he was wanting to get his revenge. It reminded me so much of um have you ever read The County of Monte Cristo? I don't uh-huh. know if any of our audience read But that's like the type the level of Vengeance that he had in his heart, and that's the way that he pretty much brought her down like that. Like he the enemy that you didn't even know was your enemy the whole time. Mm. That just, just, just random guy that just shows up that you didn't didn't expect, you know.
1: Well, man, but the thing is, like, I think he has that sort of vengeance. But Mariah was aware immediately of me to live who he was when he's like Stokes.
0: <laughs>
1: Stokes. Like, but wait a minute now,
0: man. Like, she went straight off on his ass. Dude, that, oh, that's such a because she kept about Stokes. how dope everything but, is. But one thing too that Bushmaster does is that he faces both Luke and Mariah to step into their destinies. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, that's, that's true. That's some that's the to me the, a villain that does that is the best type of villain because that's yeah. what that's why I felt that Killmonger did for Black Panther and Black Panther like he yeah, really like, wasn't a hero until Killmonger.
1: Well, yeah, and well, the thing is they had he makes them take action. Like yeah. whatever actually drives though your main characters, if you have another character that can force them to actually admit who they are to themselves. Yeah. That's really interesting.
0: It's very interesting. And it and it's and it's kind of like cuz it's kind of like it's you got three is those three main characters shades is a
1: That's how I Okay, hold well, on. Let's check this out. This is interesting. I never thought about this. Bushmaster is that for Mariah Shades is kind of that for Mariah but in a different way and Mariah is that for Shades she was that catalyst for him mm-hmm. Um, he was a catalyst for her and then she became the catalyst for him this season but yeah. then there's also Comanche yeah and in a way he's a catalyst for Shades too
0: yeah that that relationship like i i was like it's something about them
1: <laughs> oh we we knew they would get me and sarah no. watching that, like oh they gay.
0: yeah they, they and, and it they, was not like
1: in a in a like we making fun of it but like like oh they they had a thing they they yeah, they, they had a thing really when, had when they
0: was them. in prison and they was like best friends lovers mm-hmm. and and it, and you know that it hurt him to kill him for snitching God, for it Shades was to kill kill comanche um, Man,
1: what a i just thought the way they handled that was just because it was on the surface, and the actors do such a great job of kind of just letting it sit there. And um, man, when when uh, Shades went and, and saw Comanche's mom, and then Comanche's mom saw him later
0: admit to kill him, oh, when she spit in his face, you that was like, whew. I mean, and, it, and you know what? And the, the thing that's crazy about the actions of a lot of the outside of Mariah. I think a lot of what every character does is is validated, and and it's not saying that it's something that I would do, but it's something that you, I can empathize with a lot of the characters and their and their actions and their motivations.
1: Well, but okay, um, so but but I do think they're
0: they're all a lot more interesting than Luke, to be honest. With you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> like that. There's that. well, but, but that, that's the thing. You know, I think Luke is actually about to become really interesting because he now. The problem with the way he was doing things, and I think this is what a lot of hero stories try to figure out how to handle, they are, um, they're reactionary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They always wait for something to happen and then try to handle it from there. And what Luke is now trying to do is be proactive.
0: Yeah.
1: And what does that mean for him? Like, that's a total totally different thing for him and all the people he had in his life initially like think about how crazy this is pops is gone um i can't think of the other guy in the barbershop his name that acted as a mentor who had to leave because he had to give his daughter a kidney
0: yeah i can't remember um, his name too, but yeah, so he so was. he's
1: gone claire is gone all the people who were his closest uh you know confidants are not there
0: yeah claire tried to come back remember he sent her away.
1: Yeah, I mean it's too late now She's going to try to change his mind So he ain't trying to hear that right now
0: And and even with Misty was telling him Like you know how he said he can see everything And she said talk, She referred to him as Possibly becoming a dictator And that's And that's, that's why I think it's going to be interesting To see how they're going to do this for season 3 Like Does Luke become a full fledged crime boss? But see,
1: she want he wants her to act as his check and balance.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. what he said. Yeah, but th- if he but get that's out of control, easy. Misty is always gonna be there to check him.
1: Yeah, but the part I mean, like the problem for Luke thinking of it that way is that assumes she's always gonna be able to get past the bureaucracy and and you know actually save him in a situation where he needs some backup from a legal perspective. Yeah. So I don't know. And that was um, that was
0: something else interesting that Luke said about himself as far as him being pretty much untouchable. He unbreakable, like, you know, people can't burn him, they can't do this, they can't do that. And like you said, with him being reactionary, he it's like it's almost like he he hasn't been using his powers to his full potential. Um, or his yeah. abilities, or his potential. And, 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 and just being reactionary and just being there as a shield at the time that he can be there, but he can't be at every place at one time. So in his mind, I think he come to the conclusion, it's better to just make it to where there's no crime in Harlem. Well, I
1: don't think, see, that's, that's the question. Is he trying to eliminate crime or just control, control. the flow? Yeah. Or, and, and because like, remember, like the thing that he started doing that was interesting He's not being pat. He, he finally gets to a point when things are getting out of control because Mariah's trying to smoke out Bushmaster, and he's he just goes to the different mobs and he's like, "I'm going to cut off your distribution if you keep this shit up." And so yeah, he
0: went to the Italian woman, who was uh, also pretty,
1: and he went nice. to the Chinese. The thing, so his thing was, okay, I have to like kind of nip this in the bud the way I can. And what was so interesting is remember how Mariah kept saying, "You're always going to save me. You're always going to save me." But when he had a chance, when he was in the in the jail, and she and uh, her daughter had given her that that poison, till oh, he said
0: he poison, did enough saving.
1: He he didn't bother going. Hey, somebody like I mean, he couldn't save. He don't have powers to save her. That's not his. That's not his skill set. But he he didn't even bother like trying to go get nobody either. Because remember, she kept saying like, you know, if you can, you will save me. And, and like he's like, well, I guess I could try to go get help, but fuck it now.
0: Now he, was, you know, his, like, his exact words, he said, "I've done enough saving," and yeah. that's real talk. Like, it's like look, as long as I didn't do it, yeah, somebody it, did it. Fuck it. Like it was like on some real talk, <laughs> but he did say, "I'd be here with you," and then when she said it burns, he was like, "Good." Yeah,
1: that's all I'm saying. I, was I mean, like,
0: because okay. Mariah out here acting like Cersei's Lannister, man.
1: Because she's he's the dragon. This, he's her dragon. He what? is a nest of dragons for Mariah. Man, that was te- the thing.
0: When I tell you, when she went in it, the, when they went into that Jamaican spot and slaughtered all them people, oh. I said, dang. And, and that when they was like, you living up to your name, Black Mariah. And you know, that's what she's called in the comics. Yeah, I was like, that is dope, man. It, it was, it was, it was good to see her become full-fledged villain. Like, cause she, it, first off, there were certain things that I, that I really appreciate in Luke Cage that kind of play homage to like, like old other movies and stuff. Like even when they were when they were kind of had that stand in that building, and all the people, were, all the Jamaicans were coming to kill Mariah, and right. she was man, she was acting like Scarface and just yeah. gunning folks down. That was so cool. That hey, was they... cool. It was in the music. I was appreciate it a lot, man. Look, we go. I know we're going all over the place, but I love the music in Luke Cage.
1: I love the music. I also, I, I love the nods to how white women can't stop talking about. Would he like to go get coffee? Because we know what they' talking about.
0: Not just white women, but the old old black lady at the at the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Italian the Italian girl was the the Italian mob boss was really trying to get at his ass. Like when she when she was sitting there watching him breaking them fingers, breaking her dude the other guy's fingers. I felt like that turned to And She was, was like, like, "Ooh," <laughs> and then she touched <laughs> so his face. She was like, "Oh, it's so soft."
1: I was yeah, like, I was, I was yeah. like, "All right, that's that, all right now." Just
0: she play. made me feel some type of way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. They did a good job of getting reactions out of us, you know? And, and
0: then now you now I can just see, like, him pretty much having meetings with mob bosses. I'm so excited. Like, I'm so and, excited. And, and, and he looking. And then did you catch the uh, homage they did to the Godfather? How? So, at the very end. I think I know what you're talking about. But like, police. when Sugar comes in and... And, you know, him and Misty talking, they kind of look at Misty, and she walks out. And mm-hmm. you see him whispering to her, and then the guy, like, closed the door as Misty looking at them whispering, at him yeah. whispering to him. Oh, that's straight. That's, so that's the I ending. That's the beat by beat, the ending of Godfather 1. Yeah, you're right. I was Damn. like, oh, that was dope. I was, it that made me want happened. to watch Godfather again. Another thing I liked, um, even... Say what you want to say about Iron Fist, but I liked him in season two. That, yeah, just that I, one I, episode. I,
1: I, when when he when he gets people who, um, kind of let him do his thing and be a little more, you know, free to, you know, let out some of his personality as an actor. I think he because he's really stiff sometimes, like in his own show. But sometimes when he loosens up here, he's just more fun. And him and and uh, the actor that plays Luke, they just have a My really culture. good chemistry.
0: And and that's what it feels like. I would, like, that's what Iron Fist and Luke Cage's relationship is supposed to be. They they that yeah. dynamic duo. I also like that you also had, because, you know, in the comic book, Misty Stone's, Misty, Misty Knight, my bad. Misty Stone is the porn star. Misty Knight. I didn't think you correct. Oh, man. Anyway, um, I don't watch porn anymore for the record. But um, Misty Stone was well, hey, look, bad. Look, even with that being true, don't nobody believe you right now. I I don't though. But but her and the um, what was the Asian girl? Man, I'm so sorry. Um, Wing. Uh, uh, uh Colleen. Colleen, her when her and Colleen um had they little stuff together oh, yeah, where they had their well bar done, fight, man. and you know like, and, and if anybody into like comic boots, you know that they they team up and stuff, mm-hmm. also. So, man, I was thinking, man, I would love to see a Power Man and Iron Fist, like, just a a limited series. Dog, I'd be so into it. It would be so dope. And it it could happen. Um, What if if they did that
1: next? Like, so Luke, uh, well, so Luke's done with his second season, Iron Fist is done with his, and then they said for the next one, they're going to do team up.
0: Yeah, that would be dope. Just like they did with the Defenders, but just focusing on Iron Man and, I mean, Iron Fist and and Luke Cage. Yep,
1: that'd Um, be fun. So, look. Um, we are we going kind of long. Uh, I think we can end it. Th- There's so much positive to say. Uh look, okay, negatives. Do you have any negatives that, that you know, because we didn't even go over anything. We weren't like crazy. Well we did early, but
0: um just trying one, to be cool one, one quick fight. thing I want to say that I wanted to point out that I like too was uh-huh. the fight scenes are improved.
1: Fight scenes are improved. In, in I, special- I still love the consistency of the black references to stuff that they don't explain. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And that's 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 cool, and I I I definitely like my. my, I just want to point out what my favorite fight scene was. I call this fight scene Bushmaster versus everybody. When he just walking through the club, just beating folks ass. Oh yeah, and when and when Luke come on him, he like knocked fire from him pretty much. Yeah, and then when they was in the like everybody trying to fight him and getting served, like. Towards the end, so I, I really liked it, and I even liked when him and Luke had teamed up and they were fighting the Chinese. And they was playing that, that was the
1: best fight to me, but I actually really like the fight where they uh they're fighting, i like all of them, but I really like the fight they were on a bri- on the uh, when they're on the bridge and he kicks Luke off.
0: Yeah, 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 that was that was pretty awesome. cool, but but uh, yeah, you right. The one you're talking about when they teamed up and they playing the Wu Tang, the shame on the. nigga. Yeah, that tried to run game on a nigga. I oh, said man. that's my jam right there. But yeah, anyway, a- um, <laughs> let me think. Something that I didn't really care for. I don't know. Is it in there? all the characters were pretty good. I I even I like Tilda. All the supporting characters. Kamachi.
1: So interesting. I, heard, I saw some people talk about the pacing was off, and you know, because they were like all these plot threads that that don't go anywhere. And I'm like, yeah. So look, if you're not into the characters that in. For whatever reason, that's on you, I guess. But a lot of it, you know, it's interesting. This is how I feel sometimes when I watch mainstream so-called things, and people be talking about how compelling they are, and I'm like, all this is, like, for example, let's talk about the show. Uh, I think it's Billions or something yeah. like. No, not Billions. Yeah, uh, the show where it's like that family has some inheritances, like this old dude who's losing his mind, and the company is going to get taken over, and somebody's got to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't it. know that. Anyway, so like in this show, there's like all these, particular, I'm not going to go through all the stuff that happens, but like they have like certain sets of drama to happen. And I'm like, these things aren't even compelling. These folks still rich. Everything's still going to be all right. We're just talking about who's going to be the head or something, but ain't nobody even dying off yeah. of this. And it just doesn't feel like something that matters to me. And I think for a lot of reviewers who aren't black, don't get a lot of references, don't understand the history of some of the things they're talking about, particularly when it comes to. I mean, it's already traumatic, the stuff that happened with Mariah and Tilda, and the fact of who the father is, but it's like, that's something, that's, these things happen to people and they don't get to talk about them, and black people don't go to therapy, and a lot of these things get pent up, and blah, 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 and like, so there are certain things they choose to take on, the way they take them on, and, and the kind of rawness of it, that's going to connect with people in a certain way who are yeah. from this background that they want with others,
0: you know? It, yeah, the fact that she was raped and everything, and Tilda... <laughs> Ah, it's it's a lot. It was a lot, but um, there's really I really don't have. I can't think of nothing just outright like negative that I had about the show. You know what I'm saying? I felt like the the I felt like Harlem felt alive. Like I've never been to New York, but it oh, I felt it, it like feels I was like yeah, the, yeah, it feels like New York. E, even when even like when Luke went to go see the Jamaicans and stuff and how they responded to him. They were yeah. like on some real shit. They were like, "They said, they said I know who you are.'" And they, <laughs> you know, and they kept making that joke about how um, people oh, were talking about and he was faster than Usain, Usain Bolt, and that's not possible. Yeah. And it it's just, it. I don't know. The characters just felt. It just felt like a very connected storyline to me personally. Yeah. And and it. You know, I don't. I think that the plot threads went where they wanted to go. The only thing that I thought was going to happen and it didn't happen. I'm kind of, I guess, I'm kind of glad that it didn't happen. But I felt like there was like a romantic interest between Tilda and Bushmaster.
1: Yeah, uh, probably. And I'm glad they didn't just rush into that. And they also decided not to put him in jail or anything. So I don't know where what their plans are for him. But that's exciting. Like I want to know. Um. Just kind of not not no. I'm just excited to see where this goes because I don't know who the villain is for for Luke next. Like there's nobody currently in in his way. Well, so I don't know who they're gonna utilize next.
0: I think Tilda's gonna become Nightshade, and she's gonna um, team up with Bushmaster, and there, he's pretty much gonna deal with a them as a couple. And it might be something else shows up, but I I feel like it's gonna Tilda and Bushmaster gonna eventually. Be together as a I, villain team, but
1: I guess they have to set the motivation for Bushmaster though, since his family is is no longer present,
0: and I think yeah, you're right. He, he feels like have vengeance no reason to to get at Luke.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like I, I I wonder where where his heart will lie now that he feels like vengeance is such a vengeance is taking everything from him.
0: You know. Well, it could be that Tilda connects back with him and she manipulates him. And or it could him. be
1: that Luke loses control and people are taking advantage of Harlem and, and whatever, and he needs to reach out to
0: Bushmaster. Yeah. Or the villains, in a them. sense, become the heroes to take down the hero that now became a villain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, um, but yeah I think, you know, on that note, we... Talk about it all. Day. I guess we can go ahead and start, start closing up. You had anything else? Anything negative that you – or anything that stood out to you?
1: Nah, but I do want to um, – I do really want to just, man, shout out to the creative team for this show. Just very well done, man. We're, we're so happy that we got to have this experience. Like, you know, you, you you want these things to be good. You're happy when they're announced, and Then you just like, well, you know, I hope it doesn't end up, you know, like – something that I'm not excited to see.
0: Yeah, you just um, wanted to not suck.
1: Yeah, but then you end up with something fantastic and that's yeah. that's even better. That's a great feeling. So man, uh man, shout out to the people who put the show together, who made it happen, who financed and who gave it a shot, all that man. We're just really happy to have it and can't wait for more.
0: Okay, cool. Well with that man, you guys check us out on all the platforms where we'll we at iTunes, Stitcher Stitcher, Google Play. I prefer Google Play, honestly. I mean,
1: you got an Android, so of course... Yeah, I got
0: an Android, yeah. But for all your Apple users, y'all, of course, can use iTunes. So so tune back in with us. It's a good talk, so...
1: Yep, yep. And also, check out another podcast we do with uh, additional hosts, uh, Tim Malloy. Very, very fun podcast called Low Key. Uh, Last one we talked about, as soon as we... Posted it about Scarlett Johansson playing the role um, as a trans man. The news was reversed, so <laughs> but it's still a good conversation. Yeah, it's still um, a good
0: conversation.
1: You know. Good conversation. So definitely check that out, low key. Um, and, of course, please rate us uh, and, and give us a review. We really appreciate that. And uh, other than that, I, I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm feel happy with uh, closing it.
0: Okay, cool. We out. I'll
1: let right, y'all next time.
0: Peace.